been many, many a debaucherous night on this street. Hi, it's David Poland, and this is the audio version of the DP30 video series. Uh, today, Emma tillinger Koskoff, the producer of Joker and The Irishman and The Souvenir and Uncut Gems, all just this year, and there's a lot more to come. Quite an interesting lady. Hope you have a good listen. Thanks. Well, you have some so, good real estate, so how are you? I'm good. This has been quite a year for you. Yes, it has. I mean, I, I, beyond even just the two Oscar nominations for Joker and for yes. uh, for The Irishman, you also did The Souvenir as yes. an executive producer. Yes. And, okay, now I'm blanking on what the Uncut other Uncut Gems. And, and Uncut Gems. Yes. So, or you must be tired. I'm tired, um, but I'm a good tired. Uh, and we're also... Um, literally in active prep on Killers of the Flower Moon, the next movie. So I've been spending my time between here and Oklahoma prepping that. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, no, I'm pretty, I'm pretty tired, but the good news is, is I sleep well at night and, uh, you know, who knows if this will ever happen again. So I'm enjoying it. Well, apparently it might because I just saw that uh, Netflix jumped on Bernstein. So yes, yes, <laughs> yes. You're already prepped for next year. Yes, yes. It'll be we'll the see. Bernstein versus Bernstein year with Spielberg and, uh, right. Yeah. Right. It'll be all Bernstein next year. It'll, it'll be right. Oh my goodness. You're <laughs> What's right. that story versus Bernstein? Words, exactly. Steven versus Steven. <laughs> wrestling, wrestling to the end. Yeah. So, okay. So I, I assume that Souvenir and Uncut, you guys kind of came on as godparents? Yes. Um, pretty much? Yes, pretty much. Um, you know, Marty has always been, um, well, not always been, but he's been certainly for the last 10 years. I think we were, we were in Hugo. I'm looking at you, right? Yes. <laughs> when we were in London um, shooting Hugo, you know, he was up late at night and, and um, Joanna's archipelago came on and he was just wowed by it and really taken with it. And um, I wanted to see more of her films and get to know her and, um, you know, uh, basically offered up, you know, any kind of support um, to her mm -hmm. for her future film. So we came on board the Souvenir um, and uh, Souvenir Part 2. We're going to have a Part 2 coming up. Yep. <laughs> um, and uh, Gems, yeah, we met the Safties uh, probably four or five years ago. They were getting ready to do, um, oh my God, what is wrong with me? The one with Robert Pattinson or the one yes. before that? No, the Robert Pattinson one. What is wrong with me? I'm spacing the name. Anyway, um, and Gems was going to be next. And right. we um, came on to, 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 again, help and support them however, however they needed it. So, yeah. So does it help to be a New Yorker in, that, in, the, in the universe of reaching out to your team? For Gems? For all, for any, for any filmmaker, is it, I mean, is being a New York filmmaker an advantage in terms of being part of your family, or is that just um, coincidental to? The I think being part. Filmmakers? I think being partnered with Marty is. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. No. Uh, in the in the case of Uncut Gems, certainly our connection to New York. I mean, they're they're New York filmmakers in their own right, but um, you know, certainly with our um, connections and sort of pull there, we were able to to help with some some situations that. Um, maybe others wouldn't have been able to yes. <laughs> help well, with. The boys get themselves in all kinds of situations. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's the joy of the boys. Yes, yeah. <laughs> they are kind of like this weird energy unto themselves. Oh, right? they're the greatest. Yeah. Oh, they, they're, yes, it's, it's, it is. It's like, a, it's like a jolt of lightning that comes through you when, you when you hang out with them and, you know, spend time with them. So getting to the 
the projects you had your hands on more. Yeah. You were actually the producer producer, yeah. not the executive producer. I can't really think of two more different movies in certain ways right. <laughs> to be doing than Joker. Ironically, uh, the CG movie was not the comic book movie. <laughs> right. So there must be some in there, but I mean, it's not a CG generated movie. No. Uh-uh. And yet, then you ended up with The Irishman, which was a year of waiting. Yes, for the <laughs> CG. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So is that, so how did you, were they on the same track? Were they in completely different time periods in terms of starting? Or? Yeah, it's interesting. Um, so we finished shooting um, The Irishman and four days later I was in a scout van with Todd and Mark Friedberg, our production designer. <clears throat> um, in terms of the release, I think that that, yeah, they just ended up, it just ended up, but they were, you know, Irishman was prepped and shot and then I had the luxury and and Marty's blessing to go off and do Joker because we had such an extended um, post on on Irishman due to the visual effects. So mm. it really all it was it was like the perfect storm of scheduling, and uh, yeah. But it was you know I've been I've been at it for a while now, and 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 two very very difficult movies, very very challenging movies in their own respective ways. Um, but it's oh. been it's been crazy. So how did Joker come into your life? A couple of years. We had met, Marty and I had met with Todd for something else a couple of years ago, and we just, Todd and I hit it off, and then we were coming on to, we were potentially coming on to Joker as producers, mm -hmm. um, partnering with Todd to produce it. Um, Marty, given his schedule constraints and just, you know, with, with um, finishing up Irishman and the Bob Dylan documentary and amongst many other things, getting, you know, continuing the development of Killers of the Flower Moon, his just, he was, you know, just time, he did not have the time um, that he would want to uh, dedicate to producing this movie. So he stepped let me go, away. Let me go one step further back before yeah. you go on. Besides the fact that you like Todd, or was it just the fact that you like, what, what about Joker was made you guys want to be part of it or oh the script is the script is the script was and is i mean the script was incredible i mean i i, I you know i've said it before in other in other in other interviews you know this genre is not my kind of thing you know mm -hmm. i don't really i'm not terribly well versed in it i haven't seen all the batman movies the dark knights um, if Marty I, had just said that, it I, would have been so much easier. I sat down. <laughs> I know. I sat down and read this this script, and you know, it's probably one of the quickest reads and one of the greatest scripts mm -hmm. I've ever read. Period. And I just, I just, I was whatever I could do to 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 help. And uh, to that end, Marty had to come off schedule, and everything worked. We were shooting in New York. Todd asked if I could stay on and if I'd like to stay on, and I said absolutely, and it just, you know, it all worked out. I, I do adore Todd and uh, Joaquin, you know, dream come true. I'd always wanted to work with him. He's one of, you know, one of the greatest, if not the greatest actor of his generation. Um, I'm a huge fan, so that was um, really, really exciting for me. Yeah. So besides your own wonderfulness, what do you think Todd wanted from you? I mean, because it's interesting, because I mean, somebody like Joker, you would assume... He doesn't have the funding issues. He doesn't have the, you know. Definitely no funding issues. You know, he, um, uh, obviously Warner Brothers was was wonderful partners to us. I think, you know, I think 
it, it's a departure for him in terms of obviously um, the, the the more dramatic versus the the comedy, and I you know it's it's a real character study as you know, and and you know he was going to have his hands full um, with um, the performance, and you know I I think he just wanted somebody who could also I think he also really wanted somebody who could navigate New York with him, and really take you know Todd's a producer. Um, I mean, he's a he's a brilliant writer and director, but he's also an incredible producer. And for this movie, he really needed to take that hat off a little mm. bit more than I think he's normally used to, and really focus on 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 Joaquin and and uh, the other actors and 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 what he was um, you know the 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 brilliance he achieved. So um, I was. I think he wanted somebody. I think he really wanted a partner to take take a lot of the the headache of of and of of day to day filmmaking off his plate and really navigate New York for him. It's been interesting to talk to the below the line people in the movie, who've all said you know Todd was not only hands on but like obsessive compulsive disorder to some degree. <laughs> you know, like he is very very was very detailed on everything yes. that he wanted, sound details, yes. and, you know, placement of where the noise is coming from, and yes. everything else. It Meticulous. Yeah. Meticulous, which is not what I think people would assume from Todd. No, generally, no. But he is—he's incredibly focused, incredibly meticulous. Knows what he wants. Um, yeah, no, it's really. So do you? Okay, so that you're. So that starts production. Yeah. Irishman is still going through the the, yeah, the CG starts, universe. Yes. Is that how involved? And also the you... cutting, and also the cutting. Right. You know, so you know Marty really. You know, the Marty, you know, Thelma, once they start cutting, you know, that's, you're sort of, they're, they're, they're doing their thing. Right. You know, and I'm, I'm around should any issues arise um, to, you know, take care, take care of that. But it's really the two of them in, in their, in their, in their world, you know, cutting and doing their thing. So th they did that for a while. And then, you know, when they had a cut ready, um, we saw it and then, you know, we would be slowly turning over to visual effects, but then, you know, it takes months before you see the visual effects back and then, yeah, so. So do you, did you manage that part of it or did, is it pretty much in its own separate it's universe? It's pretty much its own separate universe and it's a pretty well-oiled machine and Kelly Cribben, who's our post-production supervisor, she really is the post-producer and she, she keeps things running. I mean, incredibly smoothly. She's amazing, and you know, again, I um, come when 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 Marty needs me for something, or I, you know, if it's you know an issue above Kelly's head, I'll come in and, and help. But yeah, so it's a pretty well-oiled machine, and, and and the visual effects too, because when they're ready, we we have a we'd have we would have visual effects reviews like every two, three weeks. Then it would be every two weeks. Then it'd be every one week. Then it'd be three times a week, twice a week, you know? So yeah, that's sort of how it went. And uh, this picture, obviously, this, the script has been around for a long time yeah. in, in the, in the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Where you put the arrows <laughs> in, his, in his backpack. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? The, oh, oh. The quiver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Marty's quiver for yeah, quite yeah, a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so there was a period in which there was no, not enough CG in the world to do what they did ultimately on this picture. You know, you really couldn't de-age to quite the degree we can now five years ago, say. Right. So the picture had gone before. I mean, was there any sense of, of anxiety over making that choice? I don't... The, the choice to do the, the CG. The choice to do the CG instead of just 
doing makeup and no because i look i don't look five years ago the movie wouldn't have happened because or five six years ago the movie wouldn't have happened we would never have gotten the financing right. you know it was only thanks to netflix um you know i i think that for a number of reasons this movie happened when it was supposed to happen and um you know i think things happen for a reason and and sometimes movies um take there's obstacles that are hard to navigate for a reason and and everything sort of fell into place on this one when it when it was supposed to you know, it suddenly occurred to, you know, Marty and Bob, like, let's, that, you know, if, if, if he were to use younger actors <coughs> or, or try and de-age with makeup, Bob wouldn't be able to have played the character to the extent that he was able to play the character, meaning the amount of, you know, the amount of scenes that the different, the different ages. So, right. um, yeah, I mean, listen. Was it was it was it scary or or nerve wracking? This technology, you know, choosing to do it this way. Sure. Uh, although you have ILM, you have Pablo Hellman. You know, you, you think they're 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 gonna they're gonna figure it out at no matter what, right? right? But when Pablo came to us when we were in Taiwan shooting Silence and said, you know, I think because he had been tracking the movie and whatever, and he had said um, to Marty, I think I can, I think we can come up with, you know, some some technology that, that will be, you know, easy to work with. And Marty was like, great, you know, let's, when we get back to the States, let's, 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 let's see what you can do. And we, we, we did a test and, you know, I think we, they showed us the results of this test. It was like 30% of where they were going to be able to get it. And that was five years ago. And um, I remember it was Bob, Jane, Marty, Thelma, and I uh, watching this test with Pablo. And Bob was, we were all totally blown away. Bob was like, you've given me a new career. <laughs> I can work for another, you know, 25 years, whatever. Um, and yeah, it just got, it just got, it just got better and better. But it is nerve wracking. You know, you're dealing with a lot of money. You're dealing with a huge movie. You're, you, you, you're, you've shot for 108 days. You've been in post for a year and you don't, you know, we saw the movie start to finish mm -hmm. with all the visual effects last August, you know? So, you know, you're thinking, okay. I mean, I've, I, I saw the movie 10, 12 times with no visual effects in it, start to finish different, you know, variations of the cut. Mm -hmm. It worked beautifully. You know, you kind of, you get so lost in, in, in the story and the characters that, that you suddenly aren't even really paying attention to the age, but mm -hmm. you realize, okay, this, this, the, the visual effects make or break this movie. This, you know, you, they have to, they have to work and to see it so close to its release, it was a bit of a nail biter, but very happy with how it turned out. It's one of the things I think about Scorsese that people don't really think about is that he, I mean, I, you kind of wonder whether it's coincidence or circumstance or whatever, but he pushes the envelope. Yes. Even at this age, every movie is going somewhere he hasn't gone before. Yep. It's like, you know, there's certainly his signatures, but he's all, I mean, it, it's almost, it seems almost appropriate Totally. That he fell into this, and I, you know whether he'll ever use it again to this degree. I yeah. doubt, but it might. Who knows? I don't know to this degree, but maybe I'm, he'll make I, an animated movie. Who knows? Well, exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah. 
No, it's refreshing and it's really cool. And it's one of the things I really admire and, and, and love about Marty is his, um, uh, willingness to take, to take, to take risks, but like, like, like crazy risks, like risks that you wouldn't necessarily, you know, uh, think Marty would, but you know, from the, from the digital to the 3d to, to this, to Netflix, you know, you know, he's just, he's just, he stays current. He's open. Um, yeah, he's just, it's great. I always think of the, uh, the snow falling up in, uh, in bringing out the dead. Oh. <laughs> and there were so many things in that movie. I mean, I, I, obviously the movie didn't work for everybody as right. well as people hoped, but there were all these things great in it that things. were still being stolen yes. <laughs> by other directors yes. now. Yes. Um, regardless yes. how the movie ended up playing, it's, uh, you know, he's always there. He and Thelma both are, seem to always be pushing that envelope. Yep. And yep. finding something else. Yeah. So the, this has kind of been for now for a number of months, the uh, cool old guy tour. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, every time I saw Bob De Niro get his, uh, you know, thing at SAG the other night, I yeah. was like, how many awards between the three or four of them? How many times have they been honored in the last four months? No, it's crazy. I mean, it's a relentless thing. Yeah. Do you feel, I mean, obviously you're close to Marty, but are you, is it like you're the niece, the grandniece in this group? I mean, you're a kid compared to them. Oh yeah, no, I'm like the, I'm like, gosh, what am I? I like to think of myself as like the daughter, you know? Um, you're yeah. the Barbara Broccoli of the uh, yeah. Marty's like a, Marty's like a like a dad, you know, and, and <laughs> Bob too, and Al. I just love them, Joe. Yeah, it's it's. Um, I'm like the I'm like the the, the proud daughter trying to, um, you know, constantly impress my dads and keep them happy and 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 uh, and and yeah, and champion them and and but know. not silent. No, <laughs> I kind of, that story keeps on coming up, and I can't understand why. Wait, which one? The story about uh, Anna Paquin character, the daughter of being oh. in the movie, being quiet, silent, or relatively silent in the movie. And I'm oh, like, she's the moral compass. Of it the makes movie. complete it's, sense it's, in terms of the context of the movie. But totally, for some reason, people kind of keep on clicking that button. I don't really understand it. They have to click a button of some kind. Yeah. You know, people have to click buttons. It's 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 quite frankly annoying especially when they click that button with respect to marty and the women and the lack of women you know he is responsible for some of the most incredible uh female characters in film and it's just it's it's i i i don't even have don't even give time to that question sometimes because it's it's just crazy and and, and if you look at anna's performance it's incredible and strong and if you look at it in the grand scheme of things this is not a film about the women, right. okay? It's not. It's simply not. It's it's the film about a man, Frank Sharon. It's about his life. You know, there doesn't need. I could go on. This is a whole other thing. But you know what I mean? It's 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 Frank Sharon's right. story. Well, after seeing the film the third or fourth time, I, it occurred to me that it is really a, a film about two fathers and a son. Yeah. And that Frank is the son yes. between these two men. Yes. And that she is a reflection of him. Yes. And this and the the moral compass that he's lost or given up, particularly when he has to kill his one of his fathers. Yeah. He's that she is you know she is she's seeing him through her, she's seeing him through his own eyes in a way. Absolutely. And judging him the way that he's judging himself. Exactly. Let's switch positions and you can be me for that answer. Yeah. That was so good. <laughs> it's exactly well, just, right. It's an interesting movie because exactly I, right. I, I, I don't I hadn't read I haven't read anybody who kind of like went on that tip and I'm com not completely sure how to do it yet I kind of feel like I have to watch the movie more 
to figure out exactly how the mechanics of the parenthood thing right. works. But it did become clear that the two older men, you know, like I, I guess part of the reason to me for the what's interesting about the movie is why is um, Hoffa significant in the movie? <laughs> like, why is he even there? Besides the fact that ultimately he's a, a piece of the story, like what in terms of the structure of the tale, right? He's kind of the outlier. Right. He's not part of the family. Right. He, you know, and De Niro's been brought into this other family and right. all the pieces of it. And, and Hoffa's right. Hoff kind of hanging out on his own. Right. And yet there's, that seems to be the purpose. It's Absolutely. a different kind of energy that he loves also. Absolutely. Similar to the energy that he gets from Pesci and his family. Yeah. Absolutely. So, anyway. That's good. So, on Joker. Yeah. <laughs> let's flip back and forth. Yeah, yeah. It's like a giant flip book. <laughs> <laughs> so, the script pretty much what the movie ended up being? Um, yeah, pretty much. I mean, look, when you when you have Joaquin and you have Todd, you're going to have ever-changing ideas and, you know, some improvisatory, um, I mean, not on the day, but, you know, right. some, some discussions and, and uh, you know, so... Well, that seems like a lot of the exercise. It's right. Is the two of them and right. you know Joaquin's performance being really the centerpiece yeah. of everything. Totally. So just that constant exploration seems to be the movie. And it was a, absolutely, and it was a constant exploration, and it was one of the and, I, and look, I've had um, the great privilege of seeing some incredible director actor collaborations, and and this is right up there with it. I mean, um, it was. Incredible seeing those two work work together, mm. um, and 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 you know Todd, you know, being so open and and um, giving to Joaquin's um, thoughts and feelings and ideas and yeah, it was just a, it was just it's just a really really special special friendship that was created and and a special really really special um, collaboration between those two. So what's your favorite part at this point? Do you, is, it, are, is shooting still fun? Is being in the streets of New York and you know shutting things down and, and having those things happen on, in real life on those streets, is that exciting still or is that just the, is that aggravating and hard and Look, it's, getting through that part? It's all of that wrapped up because it's incredibly challenging and, and, and very difficult. But, you know, I love shooting. I love being on set. I love helping... Um, bring the vision to life in my, in my, my small way. I, 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 I like a challenge. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I love it. I mean, I'd prefer, you know, to shoot in warmer weather because <laughs> both movies we froze, but, um, other than that, no, I'm, 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 I'm invigorated. I'm inspired. Um, I, um, enjoy it. I have the best job. I love it. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't trade it for anything. I wouldn't trade the long hours. I wouldn't trade the, the 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 long schedules. Um, but what's the best although, day on a, on a you know the six months or in a or eight months or a year you're in a movie? What's the part that you that's you like go home at night and go, oh, that was so good. <laughs> oh gosh. Or is it spread out? It's kind of spread out. You know, it's like probably probably like when you're anticipating like a, a, a really challenging um, sequence or a, a challenging week or 
a, a day that you think never in a million years, but let's try, this is going to be hard, and you come through it, and you, you come through it, you, you either come through it or you don't, but, you know, just the, the, the camaraderie of the, the crew and, and everybody there coming together to try and make it happen, just, just that I just love. So every, every, every day, you know, even, even hard days are, are great days, really. I, I, that's how I sort of feel. So did you know the stairs were going to be the stairs when you did the stairs? Didn't know the <laughs> stairs were going to be the stairs, those stairs. Todd always wanted the stairs. Didn't know which stairs. But he always from day one knew that some, for, for whatever reason, the Bronx was going to be Arthur's home and he wanted those stairs. That was a great day. That was a great day, the stair dance. That was a stressful day. That was one of the stress, most stressful days because... Um, you know, New York does not have paparazzi laws of any kind. So mm -hmm. if you're on public property, they can be anywhere. So, you know, you've got Steve Sands just there at the camera shooting. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, was difficult for Todd to, to comprehend. Marty's used to it. We're all used to it. People who shoot in New York, you know, Joaquin's even used to it because he's shot some new movie. Todd couldn't wrap his head around the fact that at the end of the day, you go home and it's all over the internet what he's just shot. It's very upsetting, understandably. It's a nightmare. The stair dance was, you know, Joaquin had worked on it for a long time and um, really wanted that moment to be preserved. And it was, you know, again, we're on public property, the Bronx, it's really kind of hard to, you know, I talked to my key grip, can we, can we, cover it can we flag no because we need you know it was just right. there was just no way to protect it and 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 i'll never forget i was like oh my god we just got to do everything we can we got to do everything we can we got to quit and i sort of hid in the trailer that that afternoon just sort of too, too afraid to I, I want to be one less person you know around and mm. and somehow we, we pulled it off and that was very um i was very happy because that was so important to both Todd and Joaquin that that was preserved and that was seen when the movie was seen. So that was, I hate that this was great. stuff from the sets that people it's all the unbearable. paparazzi shots, and not just from this movie. I mean, it's just like I, it, I know back to Spider Man and whatever. Yeah. It's like I don't need to see the costume no. a year before it comes out. I don't need to. I mean, it's filmmaking is so much about intention. Yep. That these kind of random images from is they're just a to me it's like. A, I don't know. It's not a spoiler, but it's just a... It's just a bummer. It just takes you out of... It takes you... Know, you right. Get your head somewhere besides where the movie is. Yeah. But it's a bummer, too. It's just a bummer that, like, it's... That that can happen. It just sucks that you can... You can... That there's no way to protect from that. Yeah. You know? Well, it's funny, because I, I always think of Todd... Not first, but one of the things I always think of with Todd is... Him in the cab doing uh, Taxi Cab Confessions. Oh my God, the best. <laughs> Which is always, so you would think he'd be used to being a paparazzi himself. In a way. No, it's I like, know. <laughs> have you talked to him about that? I, I don't know whether we have or have. I don't remember. Actually. Oh my God, it's some of the... I just find it funny every time it comes like, it doesn't pop up as much as it used to, but it's like... He has the greatest stories about that. I, oh my God, <laughs> we've had, we, I mean, he kept us laughing with stories. like The early days. Oh, the early days. So great. Yeah. No, I think one of the first conversations we ever had was about the uh, the doc that was disappeared, and I had seen it somewhere. And he was like, "What?" He was all like, "Like, where did you see it? Where did you get it?" He was in shock that I somehow managed to see it back when I used to do those things. Right. I don't do those things anymore. It's weird. I have a copy of uh, an early cut of Gangs of New York somewhere around here. That's like 
it somehow got out of your editing room. Oh my god, back how in the cool! Day, and before it was the the voiceover was put in and stuff. Right. And it was like so. I always like, wow, that's a great thing. But Amazing. I don't do that anymore. It's so I feel like it's like there was a moment where any cool news was happening and people right, were right. sharing too much and right. There's no there's no real pleasure in it. It's kind of like it, those things you should do after. Agree. The movie and Agree. then you know analyze if, why it happened. Right. It's if at weird, all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's funny because there's some things. I mean, particularly with working with Marty, it's like. It is the history of cinema. True. He's in the, the history of cinema. He's explore, constantly exploring the history of cinema. Yes. So you really kind of want to deconstruct. On the other hand, some of it is just so surface level that it's not really worth, that it's really, you should just be watching a movie. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. There was something about Raging Bull the other day. It was one of these shows, the best of the 80s or something. I don't know. It was oh, like, man. I don't need talking heads telling me what happened in that. Right. You know. Right. Enough. I just want to see their work. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's all about the work. Yes. Yeah. So you saw, uh, you saw, gang, or not gangs. No, I'm not gangs. You saw Irishman in August. Yeah. Fully completed. Fully finally. completed. How early was Joker fully completed? Joker, we finished shooting in December, and we delivered in July, so it was quick. Yeah. And I saw a, I saw a cut of probably. Three months, 12, 16 weeks out? Do you have an editor cutting on the set or is that? Um, not on the set. Jeff was certainly in New York and he was cutting, but you know, it wasn't, it wasn't like. It wasn't that kind of response, call and response no. thing? No. Uh -uh. huh. So did it change much in post? The movie? Yeah. Um, it changed a, a little, a little bit. It changed more from, from the actual shooting script. It changed more on set. Hmm. Yeah. So it wasn't that, it was, I mean, it's obviously hard to put it together, but it kind of found its way. It knew, knew where it wanted to be when you were yeah, I mean, I Yeah, I mean, I think we knew, I think Todd, I mean, no, I don't think Todd, I think Todd knew vaguely. Um, and I think um, there was different ways it could go. And I don't think they really found it until they were in, in, the, in the editing room. Mm. Yeah. But again, that's also, you know, much like Marty, he and... He and um, Jeff work in a very, you know, um, uh, uh, what's the word I'm trying to say? You know, it's it's you know they're sort of they're pulled away doing their thing, and and you know again for me if I'm when when they're ready for me to come and look at something I'll come and look at it, but right. you know Todd's. Todd sort of wants space. does his thing. Yeah, he doesn't screen it 300 times in the office. No, <laughs> no. So you so Netflix took the Irishman obviously and ran with it from the very beginning from yep. the summer. They were already long before they showed it. They were already you yep. know it had already won Best Picture. Yep. Um, and they had their way of doing things, which is great and a very specific style. Joker, on the other hand, yeah. Uh, people were focused on the commercial success and yep. making it a commercial success. The awards proposition was iffy. I'd say from the beginning, yep. people were nervous. I certainly was not a believer that it was going to get a Best Picture nomination ultimately. Right. Um, though that evolved over the season. Right. Um, did you think, did, I mean, was that, were awards a real consideration as you guys were moving through last summer? And I mean, um, obviously you're going to play for them, but. I mean, I'll say this. Week one of shooting, I'll, I, I, I went on record saying Joaquin's going to win every single acting award available to him. I've never seen anything like this, ever. The movie could have been garbage, <laughs> which I knew it wouldn't right. have been. But that, 
that performance is yeah to me i mean just incredible so uh when i you know i knew what we were making and i knew what we were getting and mm. i also know the caliber of filmmaker that todd is so i knew we were going to make a great movie was i did i did i know it was going to be this no am i surprised not really mm. was i nervous about all the hoopla before the movie came out and the gun violence and and this that and the other sure when you're when that when there's very real conversations going on about that and the dark web and you know craziness happening you know you do get a little i got a little oh my god at one point i thought is this movie gonna not get released is this movie not gonna Mm -hmm. see the light of day you know but warner brothers you know, fantastic partners and, and, and really just, you know, stayed with the film and, and supported Todd and all of us. And, you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm not really surprised that we're where we are. I'm not. Were you, so you, there was a fear this last summer, I guess last summer also Universal pulled that movie. Totally. That's when that happened, when that happened, that's when I was like, oh my God, is this, is this what's going to happen? And I really commend Warner Brothers, like I said, for sticking with it and staying behind it and and staying the course. I think it's an I think Todd made a provocative, important movie um, that's really you know shown a spotlight on some some difficult themes that we're all living with today, and um, you know particularly the mental um, the mental illness mm. and you know loneliness and depression and, and, and all that goes with that and just, you know, the lack of humanity sometimes and, and yeah, so um, yeah, I got I got a little, I got like, whoa, we're not gonna mm. you know, p- please don't let this happen to this really really important, beautiful piece of um, art. Well, both that film and Uncut Gems, both Joker and Uncut Gems have a um, Intensity about them. Oh yeah, that it, that one would perceive perhaps as being a little bit off-putting to some Academy members who are over sixty. For sure. And nervous making, and I mean even at Toronto, at Telluride when Uncut premiered. I don't think there's. I don't think we're at the level of Uncut in terms. Right, of that's true. It is not nearly <laughs> the as intensity. Manic. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, there were people at Telluride who actually walked out of the theater. Yeah. Which at Telluride doesn't really happen much. Right. <laughs> but they were like it was just overwhelming. Yeah. And I saw the guys up there, and I was like, you know. You're going to get, this is going to maybe be the biggest movie in A24 history. It's going to yeah. do a lot of business. You're going to be beloved by a certain group. And then some people are going to hate it. Right. <laughs> and like despise, despise, despise it because they just, I don't want that kind of experience. Right. And it's funny that both of those movies have kind of gotten their place. Yeah. But they're both, neither one of them is like taking it easy on the audience. No, definitely not. No, for sure not. Do you think the Academy has changed to, to embrace, I mean, I don't think... I don't think of even Joker really as a comic book movie. I don't think of it like Black Panther getting in the year before, that this is some sort of extension of the comic book thing. I really think it's the movie is something else. It's a, it's a social movie, social media, a social yep. interest movie more than it is a comic book movie to me. Yes, absolutely. And I think that, I think that just the, the, what the movie is and, and, the, and the level of filmmaking from across the board, I think it's hard to deny and it's hard to not recognize that. Um, in terms of Joker. I mean, I, I just think from the crafts to the acting, to the directing, to the writing, I, I think it's, it's, it, it would be hard not to recognize that, that film. 
And you not only have two Academy Award nominations for Best Picture, you also got two of the five directors. I know. Which these days is a challenge because there are you know, nine pictures nominated and only five yep. are going to get nominated for directing. Yep. Is that a point of pride for you or I'm, is that... I'm very happy. I'm, 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 yes. I'm, I, I mean, all, I'm, I take a great deal of pride in all of the work that I do. I'm, I'm really, really, um, I'm, I'm, you know, Marty, Irishman... I think nobody's deserving of that Best Director award than Marty Scorsese for this film. Um, I am extremely proud of Todd, and I'm really happy that he got it. I was, um, I was certain he was going to get it. I wasn't so mm. certain um, on the DGA for whatever reason. I just didn't feel like that was going to go his way. But but I I I I just knew in my gut, and I said to him the night before because I saw him. At, Critics' Choice mm -hmm. that get ready because I think it's going to happen. I just for some reason I just knew in my gut that he was going to he was going to get it, and I'm thrilled for him. And I assume he was poo pooing it at that point. Oh, he was like, no, please, never in a million years am I getting an Oscar nomination, a Best Director Oscar nom, and he did. I've gone through the dance of expectations with Todd. It wasn't necessarily pretty. No. <laughs> He, Definitely not. He, he was so angry at me about suggesting that Hangover wasn't going to make as much money as it made when it first came out. And he was so angry that in the Hangover 2 junket, he basically cursed me the entire time. He sat there and telling me I was the worst, first, worst writer in history and oh my I should God. get off the web and I was horrible and a nightmare. And it was, it's one of the funnier interviews I've ever done. But he was teasing you. No. I don't he think was he, being he dead was, serious? He wasn't because he he's Todd. He wasn't because he's Todd, right. Um, but he actually asked me how much it would cost to buy my website to get me to stop writing. <laughs> And I gave him a number, and he actually thought about he it. He thought for a about it for a minute. Oh my god, that's I think it was amazing. like three million dollars at the time. And he was like, "Hmm, three million dollars." That is he was like chewing on it. So Todd, it's amazing. Yeah, no, it's it was amazing. very, very Todd. And then I, I run into him at the bagel broker, or used to more because of the sound place across the street. Oh my god, this is hysterical. Yeah, so you're like, "Hey, how you doing?" Have you done this? Have you done? I've not done this. I haven't seen Todd since the Hangover Two junket. Oh my god! <laughs> because better. I actually predicted exactly how much Hangover Two was going to make, which oh nobody god. else did. Amazing! I was higher than everybody else, and I was right. And Amazing! He hasn't shown up since. Hilarious! <laughs> so I, I, like, I mean, I have this like really. People think that that interview uh, somehow makes us enemies, and I don't. No, I, I'm, like, I'm completely. I like. I I get guys like Todd. I grew up with guys like Todd. Oh, he's yeah, he's he's. And I'm very, I'm too, and weirdly proud of him. Even though I have right? a position from which to be proud. Right. But it's like, to me, it's a giant, whatever people think of the movie this way or that, it is a giant leap for him as a director. Unbelievable. To be working this way and Absolutely. doing this kind of work. So Absolutely. I'm very happy for him, yeah. whatever happens. Yeah. Even if he didn't get nominated, I yeah. was happy for him. Yeah. In that regard. I'm very yeah. pleased to hear all the, all of the people who work for him loving him so much. Yes. Also. Yes. It's a big the deal. The best. And of course, he taught Bradley, so now you get to deal with Bradley. <laughs> Off of Todd, because Bradley was obsessed for ever. With Todd. <laughs> with Todd. Well, directing. Oh, I mean, directing, yes. So his, his interest in being in the cutting room and all of that right. has been, was kind of remarkable, like three movies before he did. Right, right, Star right. Stars yeah, 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 yeah. And was having those conversations with him, so. Yes. It all kind of makes sense. Yes, yes. In a weird way. Yes. So you really are a, a director's producer. I am. That's yeah. you, you're like a director first person. It's yes, first. definitely. Definitely. Meaning... Meaning that you, that, that it seems like the thing that, it seems like the films that you make, whether it's, even am, it's as executive producer. No, I'm director driven, for that sure. That it's director driven and yes. it's, you know, script obviously matters and you want it all to be right. But script it, matters, but, the, but yes. You're choosing to work with interesting. I'm choosing to work with interesting filmmakers, yes. Yeah. I don't just want to, um, I don't, I don't want to 
be sort of a producer for hire just for anything. No, I have to, it has to, I have to really, um, I have to really connect with the, with the filmmaker and I have to really, um, love the, love the material. It doesn't have to be the best, do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But it's gotta be something that really speaks to me and it's gotta be a filmmaker who I really, uh, uh, want to work with and, and, and I'm interested in. And is there anything you haven't done at this point that you're jonesing to do, or you just want to keep on finding interesting things to do? I just want to keep on finding interesting things to do. I want to keep on working. Um, I can't wait to get back at it with Marty. I'd love to do it again with Todd. Um, you know, there's a handful of guys I love out there who I'd love to love love to work with, but um, I'm feeling really feeling really blessed and really lucky and humbled and um kind of you know i think i was one of the few people not sorry to see 2019 go it's been a great happy to see 2019 go. yeah it's been (laughs) it's been a great um it's been a great couple of years for me and i'm i'm that's not lost on me and and i'm i'm excited for february 9th to come and go and get three right back more in weeks. It. It's I still know. Three weeks. So I people know. are talking about making the season longer, or like it's great. It's gonna be longer again next year. I'm like, we have three weeks of sitting around chewing our nails now for. But we already know it's gonna be longer next year. That's hysterical. Yeah, they're back to the end of February. Oh no, they don't. The, the short season for particularly the people who sell all this stuff and the marketing people, the consultants and all, don't want it to be shorter. They all like it's too they much. W- it's too much. Right. And I'm like, just get it. Pull the bandaid off. Nobody really wants right. to wait three months to find out. Right. Last year's best movie. Right, right. <laughs> it's kind of like, let's get on with right. it. Right, right. I would go shorter. I would go like this weekend. Totally, totally. <laughs> I would have gone last, after the, except for the playoff games, I would have gone right. you know, in the Grammy slot. Right, right, and, right. Uh, I think actually that's the salvation of the Academy, but that's a whole other conversation. Yeah, I think yeah. the I think the relevance of the awards, I think everything else changes, all the, all the precursor things, they'll figure it out. You know, they all move to wherever they have to move. They'll yes. do what they have to do. Yes. But the Academy is the thing. It's twice as big as anything else, really. Right. They're 50% bigger than the Golden Globes. and You know, there's really nothing close to it in the nomination. And people want it. But for younger people to be interested in the, today's culture, the idea of waiting two months is crazy. It's, it's long. It's you long. Got, a month is enough. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of dug, I mean, I've, 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 again, had the great privilege of being in this race before with a film, but also just with Marty, mm-hmm. and it's, it's crazy. I, I actually liked this expedited process, this expedited schedule. And Netflix really has works in the way that. Oh yeah, They're, I hate to use the word Harvey Weinstein in the public, but <laughs> the way the the Weinstein's used to work, the, yeah. you know, people make them get out there for everything. So, yeah, you know, Marty's been oh, around yeah. for a lot. I've never worked so hard either. Yeah, <laughs> happily, but but no, it's 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 unbelievable. Yeah, but Al Pacino's got a new speech every week. I know, I know. And they go on for three, four days. So I know, I know. Just let him go. I know, I <laughs> know, I know. the next three weeks. I know, It'll I be know. okay. I know. So you're, so you're just good. You're, you're... I'm good. I'm good. And just hope it stays as good. I just hope it stays as good. I, 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 I hope my luck doesn't run out anytime soon. Like what? Well, I was going to say, part of it is luck, and part of it is you work your ass off. I worked then, my ass off. But I also think that when you think about it, people in this business work their ass off. Work their ass Not off. Not everybody is successful as you have been. No matter who it is. Yeah. No matter what you do. No matter you how work bad the movie, off. even. No <laughs> like matter how bad, bad the movies, movie. People work hard A hundred percent. There's yeah. no harder. It's hard. It's hard, grueling work. 
It is. There's no question about it. Yeah. I think I've been, and I've worked, you know, look, I did not go to college. I have been working since I'm 18 and I have worked really, really, really hard, really hard. Yeah. When you realize the intentionality of it all and how, you know, it's almost pointillist, this business. Yes. Like you realize every frame, every whatever. Yes. And I think people forget, even people who've been trained in film school and whatever, how how very specific very every specific. choice is, every sound cue, everything. Yep. How many hundreds of decisions are going into every second of every, footage you're looking at. Yep. Um, it's a remarkable thing. I, yep. on the other hand, just run the camera and I just yep. get out of the way. It's... But you, come on, you you watch them, you, 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 you well, it's a different them. animal. It's a different animal. For me, it's, it's great. A, I mean, the reason I do this is actually because it's not the other thing. I don't like the, for me, for in terms of interviews and stuff, cutting it up and finding clips and moments and the thing that's the best moment and all that, not as interesting as watching a human being be. Right. <laughs> like, that's what I'm into. Right. And you don't see as much anymore, so that's why I've been doing this for 10 years. Right. But um, but my appreciation for the the every specific choice yep. um, on movies is, is still there. Yep. I can still see it. Yeah. Particularly when I watch it three or four times, which I tend to do. It's really... I'm crazy. I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm trying to cover TV now, and it's like, how can I watch oh my all of this God, stuff? Oh, my God. That's crazy. There's so much great TV. I know, but there's so much. You can't really... You have to move out. You have to move out. You can't live... I'm just going to have to divorce and go to... A, a, or, so, it's going to be like silence. I'm going to be in a mountain Yeah, you don't somewhere. have to divorce. You just have to go for periods of time yeah. by yourself. I don't know if my child will ever forgive me. <laughs> Oh, well, maybe I'll just stuck to movies. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank Good to you, see you. Honey, Congratulations you on getting near the end. Thank you. It's almost over. We just have BAFTAs and DGA and That's right. ASC. More dresses. A couple more. More dresses. But oh you can God. go back to just working your ass off. Absolutely. So much better. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you. That was great. That was fun.